Hey friends, Connie here from the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. I am sure glad you're with us today. Today it is snowy and freezing in Manhattan, Kansas, where I am coming to you from. You can see here in my backyard, if you're watching the video version, the snow is falling and it's looking like a white winter wonderland. Today we're going to talk about faith on the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast, and I know it will be an encouragement to you. We're not just gonna talk about the positive aspects of faith, but we're gonna talk about the difficulty of the journey of growing in mature faith. I'm gonna share some of the struggles I've had and some of the truths that the Lord has spoken over me. I know this episode will greatly bless you, so be sure to share it with your family and friends. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Guys, it's Connie here from the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. I'm excited to be with you today. I'm going to be talking um, about faith because that has been the main thing that I've been working on here um, this last couple weeks. Faith is, oh, it's hard. You know, you you just wish that at some point it got easier to trust, that it got easier to remind your internal person that God is who he says he is. But if you're anything like me, faith continues to be this struggle that you have to keep working through. And I tell you, there are so many things that have come up in the last few weeks that have been very testing of my faith and my emotions have not wanted to come alongside of what I know to be true of God. And there have been a couple times this week that I have actually made myself physically sick from rabbit trailing And what I mean by rabbit trailing is beginning to allow my mind, due to my emotions, to start dwelling on all of the things that I'm afraid of. And let me tell you, that takes you down a path of despair. The Lord has really given me opportunity to fight against strong emotion. And for anyone that knows what it's like to have painfully strong emotions that you can't just seem to turn off, uh, because that's how it is for me a lot of the time. A lot of the time I wake up on a given day and it's more of a struggle for me to go against what I feel. And just moment by moment during the day, Some of you will be able to relate to this. I am overcome with a very strong, mostly negative emotion. And it can cause me to feel like I'm sinking. And I can tell myself that I know whatever it is, you know, whether it's fear about the future or it's fear about... Believe it or not, I have a lot of anxiety about this podcast and doing it well and doing it the right way. I struggle with um, the continued battle of wanting the affirmation of people 
instead of solely God and get caught up in the fears of what if I never this or what if I never that and money. Money is always a source of anxiety for lots of people, but me, health, as I've lost this weight from the weight loss surgery that I had last June, um, I've started to have some health problems, some joint issues and some just different pains that are fairly severe and can cause me to feel discouraged. And so this issue of trusting God, even with everything that I've been through, continues to be a struggle that I have to fight for. And when I can't turn my emotions off like I want to and make it quote unquote easy to trust, because I tell you, with the, the stuff that I know about God, if I could have control over the spigot of my emotion, it would be a heck of a lot easier to put what I know to be true about God uh, into action. And I think that's the reason in part that the Lord continues to allow me to have this struggle is it keeps me aware of my need. It keeps me aware of the fact that uh, faith isn't something that I'm producing, and it sure as heck isn't something that I have the ability to do apart from God. And that is important for me to keep in mind because I know that as much as I have been down in my life, as much as I've suffered, and I was talking about this at a home group um, at my church this last Friday. We were talking about Gideon, and we were talking about how Gideon identified himself, and he identified himself as poor, the least of these, and not just Gideon himself, but his whole clan. He identified as really the least bottom feeders of all of the tribes of Israel. And the Lord came to Gideon and said, you are a strong and valiant warrior, which is completely nonsense in the human spectrum. When you looked at who Gideon was, it didn't make any sense for God to call him what he did. But when you look at people and situations through the lens that God looks through, then it makes a lot more sense because God wasn't saying that Gideon was this awesome person. Yes, he called him a strong, valiant warrior, but Gideon was a strong, valiant warrior because of Christ in Gideon. And just because Christ was with Gideon and in Gideon, because there's a scripture in the Amplified Bible that says that the Spirit of the Lord cloaked Gideon, came upon him and cloaked him. So it's an incredible way to word it. But the point of this is, is that God sees us in our situation through his lens and his lens is never hindered by our humanity or our circumstances. So God isn't afraid of our battle with faith, just like he isn't afraid of the circumstances that we're in. And so as I have struggled, I'm shaking this, pardon, as I have struggled with my faith, lack thereof, 
this week, the Lord continues to graciously and tenderly remind me, Connie, when I look at you, I see what Christ did on the cross. I see what I did on the cross. I see you through a lens of righteousness and I love you. And I love you while you are struggling to believe me in the day to day. And part of the reason that you struggle is because I am continuing to grow your faith. We want to reach a point, I want to reach a point when the Lord says, okay, you know enough. You trust me well, and I'm going to let you be. But we don't reach that in this life. And if we're following Jesus, and if we're following after him, then we're going to continue to be put in situations where we realize that our faith isn't where it needs to be, and that God is doing things to grow it. It's too big of a paintbrush. So what is this all in a nutshell? This is in a nutshell that it's hard to have faith. It's hard to stick to faith. And it's even harder when you're facing very strong, overwhelming emotions, whether or not the situation and circumstance warrants it. But God is faithful. So today I actually had to ask myself, because I, again, had gotten to the point where I'd made myself sick with worry. I said, do I even trust you at all? Like, do I really trust you? Like, aside from what I'm feeling, do I even trust you? And I thought about it and I thought, yes, I trust you. And then I was like, okay, well, if you trust God, then what are you doing? Like, you may not be able to change the way you're feeling, Connie, but girl, get a grip. You can hold on to what you know. And then I, I mean, I'm literally saying this out loud. Like people that are alone a lot, people that have either known loneliness or known whatever, just housewives that don't work, that take care of their babies or people that are sick or whatever, you know that you talk to yourself a lot because you're there and, you know, you need a community. So I'm just sitting there, or I'm standing there, I'm actually folding laundry, and I'm having this conversation out loud, and I'm saying to myself, okay, so if you trust God, what do you believe? Like, what does his word say about your situation and his faithfulness? And I reminded myself of this, uh, this thing that I say often to myself and to other people, and it's God is either faithful or he's not. You can either trust him or you can't because he can't be both trustworthy and untrustworthy, faithful and faithless. So he's either one or the other. And if he's the one, then it doesn't matter what you feel. And that's the kicker. That's where the difficulty comes in. Because at this point in time, when I'm talking to myself like this, I still feel the sickness from the worry and the bad thoughts are chomping at the bit to get control again. 
So it's not like doing this somehow. And that's what I want you to hear. I want you to hear that your faith is strengthened through this struggle and that this struggle that you're having with your faith is actually God loving you. We feel like it's loving to have the problem and the conflict be removed. But God knows that it is truly loving to stand with us as we fight because it is in this struggle. It is in the lack of surrendering to our emotions, our fears, or our intrusive thoughts that allows our faith to be strengthened. And it was like when I did that, the emotions didn't stop. They didn't cease. I wasn't walking in bliss on cloud nine. But it was like there was this ground of peace, this seed of peace erupting in the chaos that I was experiencing at the same time. I don't know how else to explain it, but it was like they were coexisting and coinciding with each other, like this boom. And as I walked, chose to walk not in my feelings, but in the truth of what I know to be true about God, My emotions, they're not completely gone. The anxiety that I have is not completely gone. But it started to become manageable. And manageable is better than it was. And manageable shows me that with the help of the Holy Spirit and my choosing to hold on to the truth of God instead of holding on and coddling negative emotions, lies from the enemy and from my own mind that I can regain control, not over the situation and not even over my emotions, but I can regain control over what I choose to believe. I can regain control over what I choose to believe with the help of the Holy Spirit. Some of the verses that show me what God thinks of me and humanity in a global sense are the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Trust in the Lord. Commit your way to him and he will act. Trust not in your, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That he has numbered the hairs on my head and the days of my life were written in his book before I was even present. He knows my coming in and my going out and is not man more important to God than two sparrows. Why then should I worry? And of course, I'm paraphrasing here, but these are verses that show what God thinks about Connie and what God thinks about you. And these verses go against the natural order of believing things based upon what we can see and what we have experienced. And they rely solely on trusting 
the word of the Lord, which is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the bone and the marrow, the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That God has given us everything we need. Everything. Not most of it, some of it, a portion of it. But everything we need for life and godliness. That he is faithful when we are not faithful. With him there is no shifting shadow and no turning. These things go against the lies that I often struggle to not believe. And emotion plays a big part of that struggle. But in the struggle, my strength and my faith in Jesus Christ are made strong. Scripture says that we are weak. When we are weak, he is strong. And that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And that verse means exactly what it's saying. Whatever battle you're in, you're there with God, child. And you can do it because you're there. And it's not by your power, but it's by his power. And when you fail, when I fail, like I failed so many times today, I tucked my daughter into bed. I'm really big at spending time confessing. And I often confess in front of her because I want her to see. I want her to see that mommy makes mistakes and mommy confesses to Jesus so that she will know that a it's okay not in the sense that it's right but it's okay is in the sense of that's what's going to happen to mess up but also this never-ending fountain of grace that's available to us through jesus so i want you to know wherever you are whatever you're struggling with right now regarding your faith journey. Keep fighting. Stay in the fight, even though it's hard and painful because it is. Stay in the fight. God is working and he is working in you and he is bringing you into a mature faith and a mature faith cannot be had without the struggle. Friend, you matter to God. And frankly, you matter to me. No, I don't know you. I probably will never meet you. But I do this podcast for you because I know what it's like to suffer and I know what it's like to struggle and I know what it's like to feel left behind and left out and discouraged and hopeless and like God is far off and he works for everyone else but you. And through the great grace of God in my life, I have learned in the struggle, not apart from it, this never-ending struggle that God is good. He's everything that scripture says he is, and he loves you. I hope that you share this podcast with your family and friends. And I hope that if you need prayer, you'll reach out. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. I'm working on a website right now, and I'm really praying over it. And I'm just really... Um, outside of my depth on it, but I know that God is good 
and that God is faithful and that he has a purpose for this ministry. And I hope that this podcast encourages you because when I'm speaking, I am encouraging myself and I am reminding myself of the truth of Christ that is available every minute of every day for us. I do hope that if you have any speaking engagements coming up and you are in need of a great speaker, that you will send a speaking inquiry email with potential speaker as the header to refinedbyfire84 at gmail.com or can't get me down with your brown at gmail.com. Once again, I'm thankful for you and I will see you next time.